Hey, this is Thor from Cybrary. If you've been enjoying the Cybrary podcast or one of our other series like 401 Access Denied or Go For It with Sarah Moffat, then make sure to like, follow, or subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. And we'd love to hear from you. Join the discussion by leaving us a comment or review on your platform of choice or emailing us at podcast at cybrary.it and you could be featured in a future episode. From all of us at Cybrary, thank you and enjoy the show. Hey, this is Sarah Moffitt. I'm a leadership coach, and this is your bi-weekly reminder to go for it. I'm here to help you gain the confidence, consistency, and courage you need to go for it, whatever it is. This is a podcast produced by Cybrary, a company that is all about going for it. They've revolutionized the cybersecurity education experience, and I'm excited to hang out with you and Cybrary today. All right, y'all, it's Monday. It's time to stand up, get yourself together, and let's go for it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, I'm Sarah Moffitt, leadership coach, and I'm so excited that you're here to go for it. Today, I want to talk about energy. Not like woo-woo energy, but like how you show up for your day, what kind of energy you bring, how um, tired you are, uh, and, and that kind of energy. So when I do leadership coaching, around the third or fourth week with all my clients, I do a session on energy. And here's the reason. I read um, a study in a book that said that Someone at a C-suite, CEO, CIO, CISO, chief office, you know, level needs the same level of energy of a professional athlete. So you want to be in the C-suite, you need the same level of energy as an NFL quarterback. And if you think about it, that makes complete sense because when you're at the C-level, you are responsible for how many hundreds or thousands of people underneath you. I mean, you're responsible for their livelihoods. So um, that's a that's a large burden to bear. You can't do that when you're way tired. You can't do that when you're malnourished. You can't do that when you're not hydrated. You can't do that when you're not purposeful and intentional about your energy. And if you think about how many meetings they have to go to, how present they need to be in order to be fully successful in that role, you can see why energy is such a huge deal when you are working your way up the career ladder. So if you're listening today, whether you are an entry-level person who's just coming to the first role or just getting your first cyber job or just getting your first leadership job, or you are someone who's already at the C-suite or about to enter the C-suite, making sure that you are taking great care of yourself and your energy is critically important to your ability to go for it. Um, so, so I think that's really important to think about. And there's this guy that I listened to, his name is Brendan Burchard. And he always talks about how a power plant doesn't have energy. It generates it. So you and me, we're like power plants. We don't just have energy. We generate it. So I want you to think for just a second about what your life would be like if you had 
three times or four times more energy than you have right now. What would you be doing? That's a great question. So like when this podcast is over, that's a great question for you to sit down and really think about. Like if I had four times more energy than I have now, and I know that there's some people probably at the peak of their health that think, oh, you know, couldn't possibly have more energy, but yeah, you could. We always, there's always a room up for us to grow. So what could, what would you be doing if you had four times more energy? I remember working with one of my clients. She said, you know, if if I had four times more energy, I would um, fix up my house. I would finish this certification that I was working on. I would do this and this and this. And we were able to create a plan for her to do those things. And PS, one of the things that we worked on was don't clean your house. If you have the means to hire someone else to do that thing for you, save your energy so that you can go apply for another job or work on getting promoted or practice your speech for your, um, for your next raise or whatever. So thinking about what would you do if you had three times more energy? How much more present would you be for your meetings? How much better would your decision-making be? How much more would you exercise? And we know that that creates this virtuous circle, right? So there's like a vicious circle where things just kind of unwind themselves all the time. And, you know, you get stuck in this, um, I remember a uh, fat bastard from, um, what's that Mike Myers movie? Um, and he talks about like, I eat cause I'm unhappy and I'm unhappy because I eat. That's like a vicious cycle, uh, but a virtuous cycle or virtuous circle is when things kind of spin up in the right way because you're doing the right thing. So you get enough sleep. So you have more energy to exercise and because you have more energy to exercise, you feel better about yourself. And because you feel better about yourself, you eat healthier. And you know, there's like this virtuous circle. And so Having the right energy and bringing the right energy to your day really sets you up for this virtuous circle that I like to think about. It sets your day up for success. Um, And speaking of being hydrated, I'm like the queen of decaf um, sugar-free iced tea. I drink almost a gallon of it a day, honestly. Uh, Anyway, so I've recently picked up this book. Uh, It's called The Daily Stoic. There's a, a book, Daily Stoic, which is like a daily devotional for stoic philosophy. And it's very good, by the way. Um, And then there's a writing journal with 366 days of writing reflection. And I'm not necessarily promoting this product, though I do enjoy it. And I just wanted to read to you because I think, just going to say, I think that one of the best ways to monitor and develop and create your own energy is to start with a purposeful and intentional morning routine. It doesn't have to be hella long. It doesn't have to be hella complicated. Uh, if you are in a place where you can write it down, there's a guy named Hal Elrod, H-A-L, Hal, L-E-L-R-O-D, Elrod. And he wrote a book called The Miracle Morning. You can buy the book, which is awesome. It's very short, easy to read. Or you can go to YouTube and just YouTube him. And he'll give you the six elements of the miracle morning. Um, And it's savers, S-A-V-E-R-S, silence, affirmation, vision, exercise, reading, scribing, writing in your journal. So you can spend two minutes on each thing and get the whole thing done in 12 minutes and have a 12 minute morning routine. You can spend a little bit longer in some things. Like I really enjoy the silence part of it. Um, I spend probably 10, 15 minutes in just complete silence every morning 
thinking about my day. Um, I use that time for vision. I do the, use that time for affirmation. So anyway, so, um, so anyway, I got this book and this journal and I just, I'm going to read you a little bit out of it. So it says Marcus Aurelius, who's a, 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 a Stoic philosopher, or they've called him the philosopher king, um, was practicing with pleasure the philosophy he had come to depend on, Stoicism. And it says that um, in contemplation of thought, he would think about his life and he would think about um, people that he considered busybodies. And he would think about like the challenges of his days. And, and, and in that thoughtful time, he wrote um, that none of those people or events or, you know, things that could drag other people down could do him any harm or implicate him in any ugliness. And he couldn't be angry at them or, or hate them because they were all, he says, they're all just made for cooperation. In other words, he was able to take a morning routine. In the morning, he would write down his thoughts and he would um, rise at dawn and get up early. And in the, in the lamplight, he would sit and he would write in his journal. And he would write about the things that bothered him. And he would write about the things that could bother him. And he would process it so that he could kind of deal with it and recognize that it was all there for his cooperation. In other words, things that could drag us down and pull us down and, and make us feel icky um, or frustrated or whatever, he used his morning routine to deal with those things. I call that setting intentions. I call that looking at the things that could trip us up, coming up with a plan, coming up with a um, purposeful approach to those things. You could say, I know that my job is frustrating right now and it has been frustrating for you know X number of time. I'm going to choose starting today to look at it this way. And you can write in your journal and you can set those intentions. Um, and so he would spend his morning journaling, writing little notes for himself on how to think, how to live, what to be grateful for. And then he proceeded on to meet the day, not simply as a philosopher, but as a philosopher king. I think it makes you feel better about your morning routine to think about yourself as a philosopher king, if that's what's going to get you out of bed a little bit early. And then if we go back a little further in time, we um, will see a Stoic philosopher named Seneca. You may have heard of him. And he was, as it says, he was alternatively a power, a power broker and a playwright. Um, and he was a public intellectual serving at the highest levels of court. Okay, so here we've got this playwright philosopher. He's in the highest levels of the court. He's reports right up to King Nero. And it says here, instead of journaling in the morning, he preferred to do his at night, putting, as he said, each day up for review. Seneca would look back on the day just then coming to a close and ask himself whether his actions had been just, what he could have done better, what habits he could curb and how he might improve himself. And he wrote, we reflect upon that which we are about to do. And yet, so that's what you do in the morning. You reflect on the things you're about to do. But he said, and yet our plans for the future descend from our past. And so I think that this is a really great practice to think about as far as monitoring your energy is coming up with consistent habits 
that you can do at the beginning of the day and the end of the day. And those are always where I start with my clients is what is your morning routine? What is your nighttime routine? How are you going to set up your day? How are you going to begin with the end in mind? And then how are you going to end with the beginning of the next day in mind? What can you do at the end of the day that's going to help close up your day, put a bow on some of the things that you've been working, you know, tie it up and really close out your day so that you can rest in peace, not rest in peace, but you know, rest peacefully. Um, and, 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 and experience some closure, experience a period of reflection so that you start the next day in a really good place. And so these are just like really simple things that you can do. So, like I said, for me, the morning routine is one of the most critical things. So I do spend time in silence. I do have affirmations that I say to myself and that I write down and I write them down as like goals. So for example, I've, I haven't even written a book yet, but one of the things I write down is like, I'm a best-selling author. Okay. I write that down every day because that puts me in the frame of mind of what is a best-selling author going to do with her day today. Um, I write down that I'm creating a legacy of wealth for my son that will exceed me. In other words, I'm not just working hard for today. I'm working hard so that my son can see me working hard and so that he can see what it means to manage money and manage yourself and manage your time so that he has a legacy of success, a legacy of a mindset of wealth that he will take on with him. And I do all of that. I do all of that intention setting early in the morning. And and I do wake up very early most days, like five o'clock kind of at the latest on most days. Um, And that allows me a good hour, hour and a half of time. Now, not everybody's going to do that. And not everybody wants to or needs to do that. But the point is to be deliberate about how you're setting up your day, deliberate about the thoughts that you think, because how you set that up is really foundational to how you're going to manage your energy throughout the day. So once I do all of that, you know, my, my silence, my affirmation, my vision, I do most mornings try to get in a little bit of a workout. And listen, sometimes for me, that's putting my earbuds in because my son's usually asleep, putting my earbuds in and putting on some Bruno Mars. And I might just dance around the living room and clean up while I'm doing, or I'll give myself a little Zumba class. Sometimes I do, um, uh, kickboxing. So I, it's cold outside, right? So I'm doing those things, uh, inside my house. And then, um, you know, I also read, I read my daily stoic. I have a Bible reading that I do every day and I have a book if I have time to read and I always write in my journal. So that's how I do that. And then I'll go over to my desk. I don't check my email. I have a list of things that I know I need to accomplish for that day. And I've set that up the night before. And what I'll do is I'll try to get the first thing just knocked out. As soon as, as soon as I'm done with my morning routine, I'm gonna, I've got momentum built up. I've got the energy built up and I'm going to try to knock something off, off of my to-do list right away. Before I check my email, before I do anything else, I'm just going to knock it off the to-do list. If I can do two of the things on the list, I'm going to get them done. And then I'm going to take a break, get my son ready, you know, do the morning things I need to do, take a shower, have breakfast, blah, 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 blah. Then I check my email. So I have a very like calculated morning routine. I'm going to tell you, if you are a, uh, if you are in the C-suite, if you are going up to the C-suite, 
I know you have your meetings starting at eight o'clock or nine o'clock in the morning. I'm just going to tell you, if you want to get stuff done, if you want to be productive, those early morning hours are where, uh, that's where you want to get your day, most of your day stuff knocked out because so then you can be present for the rest of your meetings so that you can be there, be aware, be engaged, be energized for those decisions that you have to make so that you can listen to the concerns of your team and, and, and offer a great solution. So managing the first part of your day is going to allow you to really harness the energy you have to create positive energy for the day. When you get to the end of the day, this is a great time to think about how do I want to close out? So I have two closeout lists, right? I have a closeout list for my day, but I also have a closeout list for my week. So that at the end of the day on Friday, I've got my Friday finisher list. Um, I get the things done. You know, did I get everything done? Is there anything else that I must get done this week? And I'm gonna try to get it knocked out early on Friday morning, as early as I can before noon, certainly, um, so that I can set up my Friday afternoon to get me ready for the next week of work. What are the things I have to get done the next week? Anywho, so at the end of my day, I'm very deliberate about closing out the projects I need to have. Sometimes I even put on an out of office saying, hey, I'm done for the day. And this has been really important for me when I'm teleworking. Uh, you know, we've all been teleworking a lot to really close out the day. I'm done. I'll be back tomorrow morning at seven o'clock. So finish what I need to finish for the day, put an end to it, close my laptop. Sometimes I even unplug it and put it away. So I don't hear it, turn off my phone, my work phone. Um, I have a set evening routine that I do with my son and that I have for myself. And that includes, you know, like turning off the TV an hour before we go to bed, reading, playing games, blah, blah, blah. But once my son goes to bed, that's my time. And that's the time where I'm going to write in my evening journal. I don't write a lot, just a couple of sentences. This is what I thought went well today. And I ask myself three questions that I learned from Brendan Burchard, which are, did I live? Did I love? Did I matter? Did I live today the best I could? Given the circumstances I have, given the life that I'm leading, given the job that I have, did I bring my best today? Did I live? Did I love? Did the people that I interacted with feel my love, feel my respect, feel my compassion? Did I love my son well, right? Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter? Did I do something today that mattered to somebody else? Did I help make somebody's life better? Did I serve at the greatest capacity that I could. And those are check marks for me at the end of my day. Did I live? Did I love? Did I matter? Once I answer those questions for myself, I feel really good about the life I led. And, and even if I can't answer all of them, like, oh, I really live today. I might say, you know what? I did not live today the best I could. I'm going to do it tomorrow for sure. Then I've got like a shutdown sequence that I go through where, you know, I wash my face and all those things that you don't really care about, but I read a little bit and, and I just have a quiet time. There might be a candle or an aromatherapy, but I think it's really important to shut down your day with peace, with kind of closing things off, answering the questions and getting good rest so that when you wake up in the next morning, you're really ready to be that NFL quarterback, to 
bring three times more energy to your life. So we can talk about this again. And certainly if you have questions that you would like for me to answer, or if you would think that you have the best morning routine ever and you want to be a guest on the podcast, you can leave a comment, you can email us. Um, But this is a topic that I think is foundational. A high-performance leader at any level needs to be the master of their own energy. You need to lead yourself. You need to be consistent. You need to practice, right? Your routines require practice. You will build routine muscles. You will build routine strength. So these are things that will prepare you for leadership. They are things that will prepare you to bring your best to your work, to your family, to your education. They are things that will allow you to bring your best to your community. They are things that are going to allow you to be fully successful at whatever level you're at. And so that's why I think energy is such an important element of being able to go for it, right? That's the title of this podcast. We're all about taking the thing that we want to do and going for it full speed. You can't go full speed if you're not at full energy. So take some time to think about what would you be doing if you had three times more energy? And the follow-on question to that is, how do you get three times more energy? Think about what are you doing right now that really works for you? And what are you doing that doesn't? You know, Maybe eating sugar just isn't working for you. You know that when you have sugar, it makes you feel gross. Or maybe you know that if you wake up before six o'clock in the morning, you can't function, right? What are the things that, that you can tweak on your own that will allow you to have more energy? And the things that you can't tweak on your own, my friends, that's when you call for help. You may need a physician to help you rest better. You may need to talk to a counselor. You may need to hire a coach. You may need to talk to a mentor or a friend. There's What can you be doing? There are things within your control that you can do to bring your best self, to bring your best energy so that you really can go for it. I hope you enjoyed the session today. And I really would love to read your comments and thoughts and hear from you. So you can send us a message. You can leave a comment um, with a rating or however, whatever you feel comfortable with. I just really enjoy spending this time with you guys. I hope this was helpful. I hope that it encouraged you and I hope that you feel really engaged with your life. So thanks for hanging out with us and I'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Cybrary, the premier cybersecurity skill development platform is empowering individuals and teams to secure the future of technology. See why 3 million people have already signed up when you visit www.cybrary.com. Dot .it